All right, welcome back to Drinks First, the podcast in which you can meet New York City's kind of eligible. Today we have such a fun guest. She's super smart and gorgeous, and I'm very excited for you guys to meet her. Uh, So I'll just let her introduce herself. Um, Do you mind telling us where you're from and where you're living now and how old you are? Sure. So I'm freshly 23. Um, My birthday was August 5th, so not too long ago. Um, I was raised um, in Los Angeles and spent a lot of my childhood there and then ended up moving to New Hampshire, which was really weird to say the least, uh, when I was 14. And ever since then, I've kind of been bouncing around the East Coast. Um, I went to college in Rhode Island and now I'm living in the Upper West Side, um, right near Columbia. So nice. And what are you what are you doing now? Uh, so I decided that I just want to do school forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm getting my PhD um, in chemistry. Um, I'm just wrapping up my first year now, and I have four more to go. So Jesus, <laughs> yeah, it's a long, a long, long road, but I'm hoping that it will all be worth it. <laughs> Hopefully. So how long have you been in New York City? Uh, just over a year. So I moved here um, right at literally like four days after I graduated college, um, like May, late May of 2019. So, And yeah. you came and immediately did school again? Yeah. So the summer before I started school in the fall, um, I was actually teaching like undergraduate labs um, here at Columbia. And um that was a super fun experience. I was getting paid. So it was nice because I just got to like kind of check out the city and like get a feel for it before I like fully dove into school. Um, So yeah, I was teaching and kind of just hanging out and then um, ended up, you know, getting all wrapped into school, like come September, which was a time for sure. Um, I definitely like, I obviously like you expect like grad school to be hard, but like I don't know. I feel like nothing could have prepared me for like the shit storm that was like my first semester. Like it was truly like insane, but I survived. I mean, it's also like not just grad school. You're getting your PhD. You're not getting yeah. your master's. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot. It's like, I don't know, like research PhDs in the sciences are like another like beast. Like there's just so much that goes into it beyond just like the classes, like, you know, like we have to pick a lab and that's like a whole, like, I felt like I was literally on like the bachelor because it's like, you have to compete with like other classmates to impress like your boss the most or whoever you want to be your boss the most. So um, now I'm kind of taking like a little bit of a turn because I'm doing more like um, chemistry slash biology research, which is, something I've always wanted to do. So um, it's definitely like a dream come true. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I've just constantly been fascinated. And like, anytime I find like an interesting question, like, that's really the the curiosity is like what fuels me to like find the answer to that question. And so that's kind of like why I ended up doing a PhD, because that's what it's all about is like, having a research question and just like chasing after it. And so yeah. That's awesome. I mean, so you had said that you did undergraduate, like, 
like you were, you had done some undergrad stuff uh, teaching or helping with classes at Columbia the summer before. Yeah. Um, so this is so you got to familiarize yourself with the city a little bit before like diving into PhD world. Yeah. Right. So this is a question I ask everybody, which is, where do you like to eat and where do you like to go out? Okay. Um. So. It really depends on like, at least now, it depends on like how tired I am. Um, But like with research and everything, like I literally just got out like 20 minutes like before this. Um, So yeah, so if I'm like tired, I'll just go out to eat or go out to a bar like local to Columbia. Um, But uh, if I'm like going out, out. I mean, I, I feel like ugh, the Lower East Side is, like, so annoying to say, but, like, I mean, it's, like, yeah, it's a staple, right? Um, I've gone out, like, uh, that place, Brass Monkey, mm-hmm. oh, a time. Um, <laughs> a, can't say I have too many memories from that night. Um Yes. What are some like Columbia bars for people who might like want to go meet Columbia people? <laughs> okay, so if you're if you want to like avoid undergrads, the bar that is full of undergrads, well, at least I don't know, it probably won't be full of undergrads now, but usually is um it's called like Bar 110, I think, and it's just full of undergrads. I've been there like one or two times and I remember walking in and just being like okay like no 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 um but the bar that like me and my friends really like um that's like super chill like the bartenders are like so like so dope and cool um is called Lion's Head Tavern and that's like where all the grad students chill so that's like where we prefer to go um or there's another um like a beer parlor place called um Arts and Crafts that's really cool too um, so yeah, that's kind of like where all the grad students hang, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much where me and my friends like hang out. Around. Well, you heard it here, you know, if you want to snag like a Columbia boy or girl or whatever, like head to these places. Yeah, but, yeah, you'll definitely find a few for sure. Where do you like to eat? Like, do you like to stay by Columbia or? Um, so I actually, so I'm vegan, so I mostly try to like cook for myself just because it's easier um but there's a few like really good vegan places around here um there's one in harlem actually called seasoned vegan that i'm yeah so good literally so good and now there's a new place called vegan hood that i I still have yet to try but i like follow them on like everything and they always post pictures of their stuff and i'm just like oh my god like i need it um what like made you go vegan um so for me this sounds like kind of shitty to say but for me it was like less about like the animals like in terms of like I want to save the animals like I mean I do like that's great added benefit um like the the biggest thing for me was like the environmental impact and so um yeah I mean I've been vegetarian for years vegan is newer like probably about five months like strictly now but I've been like 
nearly vegan for a while and it just took me a long time to finally cross like no cheese off my list um yeah I can't even imagine (laughs) it's seriously so hard like I I I struggle so much pizza is like the one thing that I'm like I'll crave it like randomly sometimes and I'll just have to like do like a full-fledged like vegan whole foods like haul and like go there and just like buy all the things that I need to like make a okay vegan pizza that like doesn't suck too much and like that usually like curbs the craving but like I miss real pizza like a lot a lot a lot so I would yeah I don't blame you I would too I like pizzas like my favorite thing um are you so would you date somebody who's like not vegan or vegetarian oh yeah absolutely yeah it's definitely not like a deal breaker at all um I definitely like I, I mean, my whole, like my whole family, like my parents eat meat, like literally everybody I know eats meat. So it's like not, it's not a negative to me, but like, I definitely would appreciate like somebody who's like open to like trying like vegan stuff, you know? Let's talk about your dating life. Like how has it been dating in New York City? Uh, a time like I, so I actually moved to New York City in a relationship. Good Lord. (laughs) Why did I do that? Um, yeah, so I like came here with my, not like with my college boyfriend, but like, he was also moving to New York for his job. So like, it just kind of worked out. Um, (laughs) worked out. That's funny. Um, so yeah, we both moved here and that whole summer that I was here last year, uh, before school, we, you know, we're still together and like hanging out and whatever. And then that kind of crashed and burned like really somewhat abruptly because I kind of just, I'm like very focused and he was giving me like way too much drama in my life. And I basically told him like, Hey, like if this doesn't stop by the time I start my program, like I can't do this. Like I straight, I just don't have time for this like energy in my life. Like I'm already going to be stressed with school. Like this is just not what I need. Um, and so, yeah, that ended up literally, like, literally it ended, I think, like, the week I started like class. Cause I what, like what sort of drama was he giving you? Like, broke loose like when I moved to New York so I don't know if he was like annoyed that I was kind of like finding my place and like trying to do my own thing and like whatever but yeah like he just got like kind of crazy and I was just like eh like I'm just not about this um and so yeah that ended and I like I was kind of over him for like a whole month prior to like actually ending the relationship So because of that, I moved on very quickly. Um, And yeah, I was like, very quickly on like the apps. What apps? What apps were you on? uh, I did like Tinder for a while because Tinder was all I knew, right? Mm -hmm. So because of that, I was just comfortable with it. And then eventually burned out of Tinder like a few months after that, after a friend had recommended Hinge to me. And so then I tried Hinge, which Hinge was better like less like creepers I feel yeah (laughs) Um, and like more genuine people for sure but um yeah so that's kind of been what I've been doing like 
since last summer, even though like now because of quarantine and everything, I haven't really been dating. Um, but yeah, I, I, I went a little bit wild after I broke up with my ex-boyfriend because I was super excited to be single and like out of that situation. How long um, were you dating your ex? Like a year. Okay. It was a year too long for being on. <laughs> so what happened like after you guys broke up? I literally just like, just hot men. Like, just like, yeah, I was just, I have like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say I have a, maybe I do have a type. I don't know. But I, I have this horrible like thing for like skater guys. <laughs> It's so annoying. I literally, oh my God, it's because they're, they never like want a relationship. At least that's what I've experienced. Um, And so, yeah, that never works out. And so like, I was like seeing this one, like really hot guy for like, I don't know, like a couple of months. And then he went to like Amsterdam and I was like, okay, bye. Like what the heck is going on? Um, And then he came back and he like randomly texted me and, I don't know, like he was super cute, but literally from the jump, he was like, yeah, so like, this is like super casual, right? And I was just like, yeah, but like, I was like, I don't know, I'm like too much of like a hopeless romantic that I'm just like, if I like you like a little bit, like saying something like that kind of like gets to me and I'm just like, you don't even like want to like attempt to like get to like know me deeper on a level than just like that but I know I don't get I mean I do get why some people shut the door to like the potential of being in like something more serious but I think that like the only time I can really think of that being like super acceptable is like if you just got out of like a long-term relationship and you like just want to have fun and you meet somebody but I don't think that like generally you should close the door on being like yeah let's keep it casual like let's try and you know be non-committal I feel like everybody is uh, I really just think it's it like everybody's afraid of commitment yeah I feel like too I would have less or I would be less hurt by it if that was just said like from the jump like before you even like see my face like yeah say that so that I'm like aware but yeah like this guy like said that like after we like already hung out once and I was just like okay like cool like this is kind of awkward now because now I'm like kind of sad and like you're still in my room so like yeah um but yeah I mean that happened that was kind of like my first rebound how did you meet him that was on tinder Mm -hmm. was it on tinder yeah it was on tinder um so yeah like that was cool but I have not like well, that's a lie. I did see him actually. It was so, oh my God, I swear, only me. Only me. We like hadn't talked. And I was, I had like gone to Brooklyn and I was coming back from Brooklyn and I was transferring at Union Square and I'm like about to get on the train. Like, please let me know how, like, what is the probability of like this happening, right? I'm standing there. It's like, doors open. And he just walks out with his skateboard. And I literally was just standing there like, like I'm like okay seriously like the same train the same car the same door to that car like at Union Square like really 
Like, only in New York City. Only in New York City. Well, and that's the thing is, like, when I moved here, I was like, oh, like, if I hook up with somebody, like, I'll never see them again. Like, there's too many people. Most untrue thing I've ever said to myself. False. Absolutely false. Debunked. Like, that is a rumor. Like, that is literally not true at all. So, yeah. I learned my lesson, though, with that. And, like, now I'm, like... I'm I'm always looking. I'm like, if I see somebody that I know that I don't want to see, I'm just like, okay, like we'll just head down. <laughs> like this happened to me. Like, I went to um, I went to a bar with. I have a cousin that lives downtown, and I went to a bar with her and her husband. Like, uh, God, like maybe two weekends ago, and I like see like this like guy that like works in my department that like was super hitting on me one time and like gave me his number and all this stuff and I like see him like on like a double date or some shit and I'm just like oh my god like why like why why do we have to sit here and just like see like man from my department like that did not need to happen but like it just does so are you are you one of the only like women on in your department or do you think it's like pretty equal it's like I would say it's like 40 60 uh 40% women um it's like almost there but that's just the students but like in terms of like the professors it's like so there's like four women professors like Mm. it's really annoying I that's something that definitely um bothers me and I like we're actively like trying to uh, better, like just encourage like better representation in our department. But I don't know. I don't know why it's hard to be honest, but it just, for some reason it is. I feel like there's something that they're not telling us, but um, I mean, in terms of the student body, it's like fairly equal. Although I will say like um, the student body is like predominantly like either international students from like China or Korea and then other than that it's like white people and then there's like a token like like literally there's like one black guy and then I think I might be like the only Latina so big weird but like we're thriving I'm here like you're here you're doing the damn thing yeah exactly so I try to just like remember that and like, whenever we get, like, new students coming in, like, I always try to, like, make sure that, like, especially, like, if I know that the student is, like, part of, like, an underrepresented group, I try to, like, make sure that they know that they have people that they can go to and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's definitely interesting, but it's slowly changing, which is good, but there's still a lot of, like, gender and, like, racial disparities for sure in chemistry. Yeah, It's frustrating, but um I'm like hopeful that it will be different I don't know maybe like 10 years from now or something like that Mm -hmm. so have you ever tried like dating at school like (laughs) at Columbia (laughs) I I would love to date somebody that like it was also in grad school I think that would be like nice because they would understand like what it's like um that's kind of always a challenge with like dating anybody is that if they're not familiar with like what grad school is like, or like really not a lot of people are familiar with like what like a PhD program and like a hard science is like. So I always have to like explain that like 
research is kind of like my job and like I don't have set hours but like if I don't work a ton like I won't graduate so like it's like kind of complicated and then like when I'm really busy and like shit hits the fan like it's hard for people to like understand how busy I am and like sometimes how tired I get and how like I don't want to do anything and I like just want to be like a hermit like in my room for like a night yeah and obviously that's like not conducive to meeting people (laughs) yeah so um it would be cool to meet somebody that like goes to school um but I will say one big no-no I've always heard from like other people that I know that are in like graduate programs like mine are like never date somebody in your department so like that is something that I will never do. Um, Why do people say that? Just because, like, it can get messy. Like, it can be really awkward if you have to, like, constantly run into that person at, like... I mean, I guess it's, like, dating in the workplace, right? Like... Yeah. It's, like... I Like, I can't even believe people used to meet their, like, significant others in their workplace. Because I'm, like, I could never imagine having to go to work and, like, one being distracted by somebody like like liking somebody and like not like going to work and have to like worry about like this person and how I look and like I don't know it just sounds like too much yeah it definitely I I mean oh god I've gotten into a messy situation already this year with somebody in my department really what happened just like we like hooked up and like it was just so awkward after that and like ever since that happened I'm just like never again like we're we're never doing that one again because that was just not a good choice but I mean I don't know it happens I see people do it and they're always they always have the same reaction they're just like oh my god like it's so awkward like I have to see so and so like at this because like my department's like low-key like I don't know chemists can drink man like I I was not aware of this but like before COVID and everything like we would have like these huge departmental happy hours like once a month and like my department goes hard like they straight up order kegs like it's serious business um and so yeah like we'll have like a kegger on like a Friday night like once a month and like seeing somebody that like you had a as Jada Pinkett Smith would say, entanglement with, um, it's like really awkward. Um, and then like, I don't know, like I like go to like get data from like an instrument and I like see somebody that like, I'm like, oh, like it's like weird. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's messy. It's messy. Yeah. So I'm like not super into that, but like dating somebody from Columbia that's like in a grad program. Sure. I'm down. Like, sounds cool. Is there, do you have, like, any other deal breakers? Um, I mean, honestly, like, I feel like my biggest thing is, like, I, I really appreciate when somebody has, like, ambition towards something. Um, I've, like, dated people in the past that just, like, and it's fine to, like, not know what you do, you know what I, or not know what you want to do, um, I, I just feel like, I don't know, I've dated people that just are complacent with just being like, in their, like, parents house forever, or like, never leave like the town that they grew up in. And like, I don't know, like, 
I've dated people like that. And I also like have like relatives that are like that, that just like have stayed in the same place their whole life. And I, I just, I don't know, I don't get it. And granted, like I was kind of forced to like move around and like experience different places because my parents chose to move across the country. But like, I, even though it sucked at the time, I see a lot of like value in it now because I feel like it actually gave me like the, um, the like openness to being, uh, being able to like tolerate big change, whether it's like location or whatever. Um, so yeah, I just feel like somebody who's ambitious and like just has something that they want to like work towards. Yeah. And, um, also just, I don't know, I feel like just somebody, it sounds like corny, but just somebody that's like kind, just like a nice like human. I feel like there's some people in this world that just have like a lot of like hate and evil in their like heart and mind. And I just, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't like to keep people like that close to me, which have, most people don't. <laughs> have you ever dated anybody that was like that? Yeah. Uh, my ex was kind of like that. Um, my most recent ex that I was talking about earlier. Um, so I like, uh, I, I've kind of like known that like my sexuality was more fluid for like a long time. Um, and it kind of all hit me like hard last summer. Um, or like, I guess early last summer. And I like mentioned something to that about, or I mentioned, I mentioned something about that to him. Um, and he was immediately like, super, like, he just didn't even want anything to like do with me anymore. And I was just like, and mind you, we had been dating for like almost a year at that point. So I was like, wait, what? I was like, hello, like, what is going on here? (laughs) Um, and so, yeah, I was like, Hey, like, and the thing is too, like, I feel like when you realize something about yourself like that, like when you hold it inside for so long, like it kind of eats away at you. And so like, I really wanted to like share it. Um, And so I felt comfortable sharing it with him and of course backfire. Um, But yeah, I like just told him like, hey, like I think like this might be a thing. Like I think like, you know, I might be like bi or like pan, like I don't know. Um, And he was just like, wait, what? Like, like, I can't like, how do I know that like, you're not going to be like looking at other I was like, okay, excuse me. First of all, I've been doing that the whole time. And you didn't know. So that's the tea on that. And (laughs) second of all, what I'm like, you're doing that too. Like, I'm like, you're really about to sit here and lie to my face and say like, you don't like, if there's a hot girl, you're not going to be like, Oh, shit, that's a hot girl. Like who, who doesn't do that? Like what? And so I'm like, what I was like okay so like you're telling me you're homophobic then and he was just like no no like immediate like defense mode and I was just like what is happening and then this was the funniest part that like honestly makes me laugh to this day he was like okay so like honestly like you need to figure this out like by tomorrow and like tell me (laughs) I was like what yeah I literally I'm like oh okay like let me just take this thing that like I've been struggling with like my whole entire life and you're like clock's ticking 24 hours for you got it like what it was truly like it was honestly one of the funniest moments I think of my life because I was just like wait what and like 
I, I think that was kind of like my turning point where I was just like, I cannot be with this person anymore. And like, I tolerated him for like another like while longer, but like, yeah. Well, what did you say? Like after that 24 hour period? I was so stupid. I was like, okay, like what? Like what was wrong with me? Like I was like, okay. And then like, I convinced myself like, no, like I'm so straight. Like I, like, I don't like anybody else, but guys, like I literally convinced myself. And then the second I broke up with him, I was like, nah, like, nah, that's just not true. Like, so like, what do you think made you realize like last summer, like that, you know, it was time for you to, I I don't know, would you call it coming out? Like, I, I mean, like, kind of, I guess. I don't, I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess technically, but like, I don't know, basically, like, I've always, I've always found like girls, like, everybody finds girls hot I feel like everybody can acknowledge that a girl is like pretty right but like I always found myself and mind you like I had experiences as a kid that like now scream to me like hello like obviously like come on now um but like more so like in my adult years like I would like whatever like get uncomfortable with myself or like looking at a girl for too long or like feel weird about like thinking that a girl was, like, really attractive, right, Um, or just, like, I don't know, like, constantly, like, I would, I literally was, like, homophobic towards myself, and I think, like, a lot of people experience that, Um, but, yeah, I mean, once I, like, kind of broke through that barrier and also met a lot more people that were, that were, like, fluid, um, I feel like I finally started to become comfortable with the fact that, like, this is, like, a normal thing and, like, there's a lot of people that feel the same way, And also that, like, it's a spectrum and, like, you don't have to necessarily be, like, 50-50. Like, you can be, like, literally any whatever, right? And so, yeah, that kind of all, like, transformatively made my kind of fear of that, like, go mostly away. Like, I think I'm still, like, building my confidence and whatnot with that. But, like, um, yeah, I mean, I feel a lot more comfortable about it now and, like, I like I don't know it's weird too because once I admitted that to myself like I instantly just felt like way more free and like like I didn't have to be like self-conscious of like thinking about how hot a girl was and I'm like yo like I'm gonna <laughs> though like like you know all that shit like it it's crazy how freeing like just admitting something to yourself can be but yeah I mean I feel like now like I feel so much more closer to my identity than like I ever have. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been like a long time struggling with it, but now looking back on it, I'm like, how did I not like realize that? Like, what? I mean, it's kind of like great that, you know, now that you're feeling like you feel fully yourself, like you're able to take this time you're in New York, you there it's the best place to be to meet people like and you have the opportunity now to like do that which is incredible like you can explore and and have fun in a way that is like what you want to do you know yeah exactly and so like yeah now I mean I like I mean I'm like talking to girls on like hinge and like all this stuff oh yeah I think the last time I talked to you I didn't tell you that I was on or I said I wasn't on hinge which was true 
that changed like a week ago because I was like, I'm bored. Haha. Ha, like, let me go on hinge again. So it's like how it happens usually. <laughs> yeah. I, I tried to do it like a week before that too. And I was like, Oh, like I'm going to do it. And it was like midnight and I was like remaking my profile. And then I was like two minutes in and I was like, okay, this is too much work. And then I deleted the app like within like 10 minutes, but now I'm like actually doing it, which is cool. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It's it's cool to feel like free about this thing though and just kind of do whatever do whatever so, I want. Have you had the opportunity to like go out with a girl or like experience that yet? No, and I literally want to so bad. Like so bad. And like what did I I watched Oh, you know what? It was a TikTok. I watched a TikTok of this girl who was like, I just went on my first date with a girl and it was so great. Like we just talked for like hours and hours and I'm like, like this sounds so cute. Like, because I feel like, I don't know, girls just like get each other on a, in a different like way. And so, yeah, like I watched that TikTok and I was just thinking to myself the whole time, like, damn, like a date with a girl must just be like so much more comfortable because you're just like, you both get it and like you both get what it's like to be a girl and like, Ugh, I don't know like it's just it's so exciting and like I can't wait till like COVID and all this shit is over so like I can actually just like really like go full force and just do like my thing but yeah I'm I'm looking forward to it maybe a cute girl will want to go on a date with me yeah I mean we've had uh we've had people on before who are all LGBTQ spectrum plus so and we've had like women who are bisexual on and women who have slid into the DMs for women who are bisexual. And, you know, it is totally possible. So ladies, men, you know, whatever you identify as, yeah, like everyone, please, <laughs> everyone like slide through because at, at the end of the day, like this is just a great way to like put yourself out there and, you know you're taking away a lot of pressure of like the things of a normal first date and like things that you would need to get off your chest to somebody. So hopefully if somebody thinks you're interesting, which I'm sure people will like slide in, this doesn't happen without my listeners sliding in. So don't, don't be afraid. Just go ahead and do it because a lot of people have, and it, it has worked out. It has worked out for quite a few people. So cool. My God. So it's possible. It, it, it's a hundred percent possible. It only works though if listeners take the initiative and are like, "Yeah, right. let me put myself out there." And something for my listeners is just like, these people are coming onto my podcast and putting themselves out there. Like that, the least you can do is meet them halfway. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. Like when I told my friends I was doing this, they were like, wait, what? Like, what are you doing? And I was just like, dude, I was like, I literally I remember like putting my application in and just being like, like whatever, like it probably won't happen, like blah blah blah. Like we'll see. And then like, yeah, you emailed me and I was like, oh shit, like <laughs> oh my god, like my fever dream came true. Like, okay. You know, a lot of people like I got, I got so many applications, like, from people who found me in random places and whatnot, and it was super exciting to, like, read through everybody, and it just, it just proved to me that everybody is so fucking exhausted of, like, the way that we date right now. Oh, yeah, like, I think, I really wish, like, can somebody come up with, I mean, this is great, this is the perfect way to, like, meet people that's not, like, 
Hinge or like Tinder, but I fucking hate Hinge, Tinder. I've never done Bumble. I think it's a good way, especially when you're like new to a city. Yeah. Like to meet, to like really just put yourself out there and meet people. Um, That being said, like I think apps are inherently flawed just because they're so visually based. Like it's just all about how you look. And also you can limit yourself with filters and things like that. Like you might meet somebody at a bar and they might not be, you know, six feet tall they might be 5'11 and you could have never met them on a dating app because you had limited yourself or they might not be good at taking pictures and you might have limited yourself it's just like it's not foolproof yeah it really isn't but yeah I mean I will say though like I've definitely met some people on like maybe not so much tinder but on hinge that I still like chat with occasionally on like instagram and stuff And that's always cool is like, I'm like, oh, like, that's cute. Like, I made a friend. Like, I remember like a couple of months ago, one of them, um, he was like, he texted me. He's like, hey, are you going to this protest in Manhattan? And I was like, yeah, I think so. And he was like, okay, like, I'm thinking about going. Like, maybe we can go together. And I was like, okay, like, word. I'm like, we had our moment. Like, we're not really, like, doing that anymore. But, like, let's go to a protest. Like, that's mad cute. Like, we're still still homies. Like, I love that. Yeah, that I love that, too. To, To be honest, though, like back in June going to protests was like the best pseudo way to like meet people and go on dates like I I hate saying that but I can't lie and say that I wasn't like ooh, that person is real cute like I mean we were also like like boxed in at home for months this was like the first interaction I had with people was like everybody was wearing masks I would like lot here's the thing now it's like with everybody wearing masks, I think masks make people more attractive. So okay. you're like, like you're looking at someone and you're like, are they looking at me? And you're, <laughs> you're like, are they hot? Like it's, it might just also be the hormones of like COVID, the COVID craziness, but like. It's like wild. I, I actually challenged myself even before COVID happened. I was like, you know what? Like I'm too wild. Like I need to just like be celibate. And I tried, (laughs) I failed, but like, I tried really hard. And um, yeah, once like COVID got to like the two month mark, I was like, all right, like, this is ridiculous. Like, how, how do I function? Like, how do I do anything? Like, and I wouldn't even say like, I'm like too, like, I guess, sexually like demanding per se, but like, damn, like, quarantine does something to you like it's wild and I was at my parents house for like two months so I was really celibate like really celibate like (laughs) it was rough like oh my god I feel that on another level uh hey mom if you're listening to this (laughs) um did you try at all to date like during COVID or like when coming back or um I think when I was home, I was like, let me like, is this New Hampshire or LA? This is New Hampshire. My parents live in New Hampshire now. Um, so and I did I did like my high school in New Hampshire, like all that. So I was like, let me go on like hinge and just see what's good. Like I just changed my location or whatever. 
And I was just curious to see if like anybody from my high school would pop up and like sure enough, like, and like, I don't know, I wouldn't say that. Well, I don't know. I, I guess I glowed up like quite a bit, like since high school, as most people do. Um, but also like I in high school, like since I was like a newer student, like a lot of people like didn't really know me. They just thought I was like that, like that new girl. Right. Um, and so yeah, like I didn't really have the opportunity to like really date a lot when I was in high school because of that. Um, and yeah, of course, jump on hinge, all these people that were like juniors and seniors when I was like a sophomore or a freshman or like go here. And I'm like, yeah, uh, do you know who I like? Do you even know my existence? And they're just like, yeah, like, wow, like, you look so good, like, blah, blah, blah. And I actually, <laughs> it, should, it was crazy. Before COVID, though, I actually ended up going on a date with somebody that I went to high school with that lives here. Really? Which was wild, like. Well, yeah, wait, well, how did you meet? And like, what was that like? Like, how did you reconnect? That was on Hinge. The, this is the funny part, though, is that I never, like, knew him. I was like, I was like on hand, right? I'm like, you know, doing my checking or whatever it is. And then um, I like see this, this guy and I'm like, wow, I'm like, he looks really familiar. And I like scroll down to like hometown and I'm like, that's weird. Like what? And then I was like, okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm like, let me do the Facebook test and like see how many mutual friends we have. And so I did the Facebook test and it was like 200 or something like that mutual friends. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Like I definitely like cross paths with you at some point and so yeah then we ended up going on a date and it was like really cool and stuff but then I don't even know like I guess I got really busy after we went on a date and he like asked to hang out again and then like it just kind of like fell off the face of the earth but like it was so weird meeting somebody that I went to high school with and like never actually spoke to But, like, he knew my friends and I knew his friends. Yeah, you have, like, a lot of shared experiences. It was so strange, like, talking about, like, oh, like, do you remember when this happened? you remember when that happened? And I'm just like, yeah, but, like, this is weird because, like, I feel like I was just, like, a ghost that was just, like, there and, like, experienced these things. But, like, I never have spoken to you or, like, seen you before, like odd but you know what's kind of cool about that is that it's it's like kind of similar to being set up by a mutual friend because it's like you know you have references and you know you have like a shared experience that like that will probably work out better than like meeting someone random you know yeah I ended up like hanging out with um a friend of mine uh from high school like after that had all happened And I was telling her, like, oh, yeah, like, I went on a date with somebody from, like, high school. And she was like, wait, who? And I, like, told her. And she was like, oh, my God. Like, he lives in my town. And I'm just like. Oh, my gosh. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, why? Like, I mean, it was cool. Don't get me wrong. But, like, it was just so, like. Did it not? Like, I'm guessing it didn't work out. I mean, it didn't, like, end bad. It literally just, like it never went anywhere because like I literally just got busy and like probably forgot to respond to like a text message or something. But like, it was just so wild because all the conversations we had, like when we were talking about high school stuff, like I felt like it was so long ago and like 
I don't know. It was just so strange to like reconnect with somebody that like, like you just said, like had like similar experiences, but like, it just felt like so much had happened since then. And like, I changed so much since then that like, I don't know, it was weird to kind of like jump back into the past, like fully, but like, not really, because I didn't even like, I've never met this guy before. But like, he knew my past in a weird way, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. I can't even like, imagine going on a date with somebody like from high school right now the even crazier thing is like if people I don't necessarily believe in soulmates but like for people who do like you might have already met your soulmate and like you just don't know it you just might have needed time in between you know yeah it could have been somebody who like you've crossed paths with before in the past and you just never know yeah I like I, I don't think I believe in soulmates either but like so a friend of mine from high school that like he sat behind me in like science class. Honestly, I don't, he wouldn't listen to this unless I told him to listen to it. But what's funny is that like, I have definitely a thousand percent been in love with him since my freshman year of high school. And um, about like a year ago, he had like responded to like a Snapchat story or something that I posted. And he was like, oh my God, like you look so good or like something like that. And I was just like, I don't know. We, I was probably like a little tipsy. I think I was at homecoming for my college. So I was definitely drinking and I like responded something like way, like way flirtier than like my normal responses to him are. Long story short, it ended up going down the road of being like, wait, like you like me, wait, I like you, wait, has this been a thing for like five years? Yeah, okay, like it was so weird, like, yeah, and we're both like very similar in the sense of like, like I'm not like super forward with like my feelings and stuff, and he's the same way, and so like when we admitted this to each other, I was like, oh my god, like we've straight up been in love with each other for like five years and like never said anything to each other except the hard part is is like he still lives like in New Hampshire where I went to high school and like I live here now and um I mean yeah our lives are just like totally different but like it's just so crazy to think about that that like if the situation was different like maybe if I was there if he was here like we would be like dating or whatever but like I don't know that shit is crazy. I wouldn't say it's like a soulmate per se, but like, no, it's wild. See myself with for like my mom, literally my mom, like a few years ago was like, I would be so happy if you married him. And I was just like, can you stop? Like at the time too, I like couldn't even admit to myself that I like loved him. And like, my mom said that and I'm just like, ew, no mom, like, no. And like, now I'm like, oh my God, like I've been been lying to myself for so long. Like, I mean, the crazy thing is it's always like, what if, like, what if this was different? What if that was different? Like I like, I've had that experience somewhat too. And it's like, you never know. And you might think that that person's your person and they might be, and you might just need time and who knows like what will happen. But at the same time, like, just as quickly as somebody comes in and out of your life is like, just as like, is just as quickly someone new can come into your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can go on one date with someone and it could be like the best date you've ever been on. And 24 hours before you would have never expected that, you know? 
Yeah. So I guess at this point, like, and we're so young, like, it's just about keeping the options open and like seeing where life takes us. And then, you know, who knows, maybe down the road, it might happen. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know when I like when we both realized this, I was like, okay, like, I'm not gonna get hung up on this. But like, it's a thing. And like, I'm acknowledging it. But like, yeah, I mean, I feel like as of right now, like, I'm just super open to like, um, like, I just, it, I don't even like need to be like, in the mindset of like, this needs to be a successful relationship. Like, I really honestly just, I would love to meet somebody that like, is understanding of like, my like path, because that's always hard for me. Um, Like I was kind of talking about earlier, like, I feel like my like, my path is very niche. And like, it doesn't make sense to a lot of people to be like, oh, I just did four years of college and now I'm going to go do five years more. Like, it, you know what I mean? Like, um, and also like, I don't necessarily know, like, I mean, it would be cool to date like another scientist, but like, I feel like I have so much more to like offer than just being a scientist that like, I would love to date somebody else who has just a completely different like mind than me. Um, I feel like I need that. Like, to balance me out and so yeah I mean I'm really like open to like anybody and I mean I don't know I'm just I'm just like waiting I don't know I'm, I'm being patient now I feel like I've spent a lot of time like seeking out and and going after but like I think it's my time to just chill and like let let it come to me I guess okay so we have our final segment um which is called shots where I ask you rapid fire questions um are you ready <laughs> maybe we'll see I guess okay early bird or night owl night owl work hard or play hard uh play hard iphone or android iphone dine out or delivery uh dine out laundry or dishes laundry tiktok or instagram instagram money or fame um fame Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Spicy or mild? Spicy. What's your favorite season? Fall. Coffee or drink state? Coffee. What is your drink of choice? Um, wine. What is your favorite song at the moment? Uh, oh God. Um, oh geez, this is hard. Um, what is my favorite song? I, well, I just saw something about Kei Trinata, so we'll go Kei Trinata. Uh, let's do, I think the song I like by him is called, like, 113 or something like that. It's a number, mm. so we'll go with that. Nice. What would you rate yourself out of 10? Oh, God. Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> I think so um okay um I'll be nice to myself I'll give myself a nine out of ten because there's always room for improvement love that um and if you had a boat what would you name it the first thing that came to mind was Sheila and I could not tell you why (laughs) but for some reason Sheila (laughs) okay I love that all right guys well thank you so much for listening if you want to match with our guest you can slide into the DMs on Instagram at drinks.first. If you don't have an Instagram, you can email me, drinksfirstpodcast at gmail.com. 
rate, review, subscribe the podcast, share it with all your friends because that helps me a ton. Thank you so much for being on. This has been so much fun. Thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) All right. Great.